You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome back to the February 27th edition of The Strong Room. Here again, McMillan Estate Planning founder and president, Sherry McMillan in conversation with Peter Watts of News Talk 770, talking about the benefits of life insurance as an estate planning strategy. Do you buy an insurance policy as part of your planning? I mean, is that is that part of, of the protection of the investment in your estate? Well, it's a really interesting word because there's a lot of connotation to the word insurance, and nobody likes that word, Peter. Everybody goes, oh my goodness, I hate that. I nobody hate likes estate planning either, that, which is why we call it life planning <laughs> That's now. That's right. But... Really interesting. Insurance actually has many facets to it. And, you know, it's not a secret that they've crafted affluent kind of product lines for the really wealthy class and they've designed them in a way that makes sense. So, for example, if I'm very affluent and I'm worth $50 million, at first glance, you'd think, well, I don't need any insurance because I'm self insured. And that's really true and obvious. But what I do need is this. I need the act. I need the insurance act to wrap around some of my wealth so some of my wealth can act like an insurance contract. And when it acts like an insurance contract, it's tax exempt. So let's say I have $10 million of cash and I'm worth $50 million. If I wrap my own, I call it self-insurance around that asset base, then that 10 million as it becomes 20 million on an annual basis i don't pay tax because it's growing like a giant giant tax free savings account so this is an astronomical opportunity for families um, that have created affluence and currently under the legislation we have today up to 25% of our estates can be crafted this way in an estate and the math on it when you exponentially grow an estate out over the course of a lifespan um Usually when we do the math, Peter, it provides the lifestyle for each year just in the tax savings alone for that family. So when we're looking and facing tax rates of 48% and people start to say to us in our office, you know, should I go to the Isle of Man or should I move offshore? And I say, no, you know, we have opportunities in Canada to take advantage of. Um, It's not the traditional insurance that people think about, like life insurance. This is wrapping an insurance mechanism through the act around your wealth and making sure you're protecting and preserving it. And the definition of insurance really is protection. So that's exactly what you're doing. And that's exactly what we're doing. And that's how we justify it to Canada Revenue Agency. And this is vanilla planning. This has been going on for wealthy families, I would suggest, for a good 30 years. Um, It just hasn't been as pressing because we haven't had high, high tax tables. And in addition, they haven't been threatening to take it away from us, but they are now. So I think it's the window of opportunity where families really want to seize the day and, you know, solidify their estate. Then in addition to that, when we are buying investments that we want some kind of yield out of other than a GIC or a bond, let's say a blue chip dividend, um, we have the privilege, and again, I don't want people to be alarmed by the word, but we have the privilege of having our portfolio insured so that we do not risk its capital. It's not insurance as we would quote life insurance. What it's doing is it's actually insuring the capital itself in my state so that I'm not at risk if the markets go crazy as they do sometimes. And sometimes is this last year. And obviously this is something that a lot of families pursue. And the feedback that we get from families that have been through cycles of crazy um, is that, man, it's a really different emotional experience to be an investor 
when you're not frightened about the marketplace, when you can just ignore it. Sherry, is this a tool that anybody can use? Um, I mean, it's not limited to a business owner or a farmer or a rancher or something like that. It's, it's, it's not limited to anybody. It can be used by anyone. It can be used by all of us. And our rule of thumb from an estate planning point of view for protection for a family is all of us should be using that mechanism until we have enough affluence protected in that particular way to protect our retirement income stream. Because really, we shouldn't be risking value we're going to need to live off of. So that's our rule of thumb. When we do a retirement plan for a family and do the calculations, Peter, and let's say that we determine that they want a quarter of a million dollars of revenue a year, well, then we suggest to them they would have no less than $5 million in trust law to give protection to that wealth through their retirement phase. Now, what happens, though, in our experience is you can start very small, you know, with $250 deposit. But what happens is when families are affluent, they protect that first $5 million, Then they learn about trust law and they're like, well, why wouldn't I protect my other $15 million? <laughs> And that's what ends up happening. So I would say in my career over the last two decades – that if we've worked with a family for any window of time, they probably have up to 90, 95% of their wealth protected in this way now. Um, and only maybe have a little bit in bank law to buy their brother's penny stock or, mm. you know, be adventurous in their hobbies and interests that way. But their fundamental plan is protected in this manner. What about health care? How does, how does that factor in? Because that, I think, is, as I said at the outset, is becoming an increasingly important part of good life planning. It's really important. Um, there are a number of studies done, obviously, that there's going to be more people over 65 than under 65 in the next couple of decades in North America. This is the first time in all of mankind's history um, that more people will be over 65 than under. So it's very difficult, obviously, for anyone, even an economist, to predict how this will impact all of us in the costs of health care. Um, currently, our clients that are facing health care costs, if they're in some kind of facility, for example, they average between four and 5000 a month, um, just to give people a range of expectation. Um, I have a family out of BC, and they're in a bit nicer facility, and they're probably closer to ten a month. And that doesn't include all the other care, like personal nursing or whatever they may need. So it, it is something to bear in mind because the... Alberta Health Act and the Federal Health Act states that they only have to provide for us the care that's necessary for life. So that leaves quite a Pandora's box open of what you'll be expected to care for on your own situation in your own right. So when we do an estate plan, what we're looking for is have we built in enough safe safe um, planning for the 80s, 90s and up to 100 because many of us will live that long. And in fact, the studies show that if you live past age 85... 70% of us, that's how high it is, uh, will have some form of care, whether it be in-place care or facility care. This is the time of year when we remind people that they should have been planning for uh, tax season last season. And if they haven't planned for it, it's time to make an emergency call to McMillan Estate Planning and say, help. It certainly is, especially under the new circumstances that we're all facing with two new legislations, two new tiers of tax that we in Alberta specifically have never faced before. And so families are very driven um, at this point in their lives to make sure they're on top of tax opportunities and tax strategies to help mitigate some of these high rates of tax that in the event we don't plan for, uh, we will pay. 
Absolutely. Um, what are your clients telling you? The ones that are coming in the door of late and and uh, and talking about it are they are they prepared for it? Are they surprised by what's happened uh, in the last few months and and uh, and what's coming down the pike? I think certainly none of us were expecting two escalations of taxation rates, and so there is surprise in the community certainly, um, and there's a bit of surprise in an event that there is surprise. People immediately go into a bit of a panic at first before they think about it fully. But really interestingly, Peter, as you know, families that are wealthy and families that have crafted and been able to create wealth they don't pay the highest rate of tax because they plan and they plan within the rules. There are rules available to us in Canada and in other jurisdictions like America and the UK and EU. But there are opportunities for us as families to minimize our taxes, never eliminate them. We all should pay our rightful share, but we certainly don't always have to be paying those posted high rate of tax um, numbers that most of us think about. One really interesting um, comment that one of our clients made and she is quite a famous author out of America and she said when she was a young girl and she was really impressed by this really wealthy man that was her mentor and the second year in her business she started to make a lot of money and so she was really worried about the tax that she would be paying and he said to her you know young lady when you're wealthy you don't pay that high rate of tax you plan And so I think that's an understanding of the wealthy group is that they are proactive. They don't wait reactively until the end of the year. Now, that being said, this year, nobody has been proactive because it's all new to all of us. And it's not just one tier of tax, it's two tiers of tax because we had, as you know, the election last year and we have a higher rate of tax in Alberta uh, on a provincial basis. And then, of course, with the federal election coming into play, now we have a federal rate of tax that has increased. So in Alberta alone, the tax increase for us, if we're not proactive in planning, is a 9% increase. And that's substantial, obviously. So it will be a hard lesson for people who have not planned to learn when they get their tax bill this year. Uh, and, and for those who have been smart enough to plan using any of the tools that you and your, your colleagues uh, have put in place for them, using the, uh, the rule book as a, uh, as a guideline, uh, those people are the ones who are the fortunate ones. That's right. And I think that the key to um, tax planning, Peter, is always being proactive. And so when we talk to families, you know, in the arena of estate planning, because often estate planning is confused as um, when I pass on, I've got to be concerned about how much tax I pay. But I think more importantly than that is because we view estate planning as a life plan. Your tax planning actually shouldn't be just about in the future. Of course, that's part of the equation. But more importantly is if you can save tax on an annualized basis each calendar year, your estate continues to grow at a much more rapid pace, of course. And so it's really fundamental, actually, that your first plan is your life plan in tax planning, that you give contemplation to this coming year and design in a manner that you pay the minimal amount of tax you legally can. And thankfully, we do have all kinds of wonderful opportunities in legislation to take advantage of. And those opportunities and strategies that protect your estate and your retirement income will be presented at the upcoming McMillan Estate Planning Seminar Thursday evening, March 31st. Register online at macmillanestate.com. This is The Strong Room.